if our egos ever get a little overinflated, can we let out some of the air without deflating our entire self-esteem? This is Rabbi Yitzchak Price with another episode of Talkless Talks, growth-oriented, partial-related Torah podcast. We are up to the double-header parshas of Tazria Metzorah, towards the middle of the book of Vayikra, and both Tazria and Metzorah deal with the issue of Tzara'as. Tzara'as, mistranslated sometimes as leprosy, not going to deal today with why it is not, but it's clearly not. If you're interested, I referred you to the uh, lengthy and very significant essay by Rabbi Samson Raphael Hirsch in his commentary to Torah. But Saras, which is what we will call it, Saras shows up potentially on the body, potentially on the garb, or potentially on the home of a person in earlier times when we were of a spiritual caliber that might warrant a vivid display by God to remind us that we need to get back on track. It was a physical manifestation of a spiritual malady, a spiritual failing that we could correct, had a process of being corrected, which involved the Kohen analyzing it, potentially sending us out of the camp, destroying the home. But the Saras, seen as tied to a spiritual failing, was often associated with gaiva with haughtiness. Now, what may come to mind more readily when talking about Saras is Lashon Hara, matters of gossip and slander and libel. Uh, in fact, the Talmud describes that the name Mitzorah for the second parsha of this week, Mitzorah relates to Motzi Ra, one who expresses evil about others. And slander, libel, all different aspects of Lashon Hara are definitely associated with Saras, but think about it. Haughtiness is often the reason for the Lashon Hara. The person who has to chop other people down because I need to continue to feel that I'm on top of the world and it's easier for me to stay above others if I push them down rather than if I continue to climb. And if I have not put due diligence into climbing in terms of developing myself more in terms of maturity, in terms of intellect, in terms of spiritual heights, well, how much easier to simply be dismissive of others, knock them down, than to work on developing myself. And that's how haughtiness and Lashon Hara, Moti Shemra, they can intersect. But aside from that, even the person has never articulated one negative comment about another. Haughtiness on its own is considered to be very damaging. In the Talmudic description, haughtiness is, in God's mind, a barrier against relationship with God. God describes there's no room for the two of us in this world. The person who is the Balgaiva, who is super haughty, he feels he is the cause of every aspect of his success and forgets the provider of the talents, intellect, resources, social circle, the world in which he was placed, and he's pushed God out of the picture. Haughtiness is one of the elements that on its own, even without the Lashon Hara outcomes, could be the reason why the person, again, under those circumstances that God is providing the quick, vivid indication of the failure, may be suffering this tzara'as. The Chavetz Chaim describes one of the peculiar aspects of tzara'as is that the white marks, under certain circumstances, certain color, certain spread, render this person impure and demand a whole process, including living in isolation for a period of time and having to go through a uh, purification process and offerings. But if the white covers the entire body, he's not having to go through that process. He's just deemed 
A-OK from the spiritual standpoint. And it seems rather odd as the white has spread that generally indicates problem and now it spreads to the degree he's entirely coated with this and now he's okay. Well, the Chavetz Chaim analyzing this issue of haughtiness gives perspective. Because imagine he's just a few spots and he feels, hey, let me try just covering them up. Who has to know? So the sleeves get a little bit longer even though it's getting hot out and the cap is being pulled a little bit further down over the forehead or maybe he's wearing a super deluxe COVID mask even if regulations no longer demand that and he's trying to cover it up but eventually can't cover it up any longer he has to have the Kohen come determine the situation is this or isn't this and people notice the kids in the block are saying hey look the Kohen Saras inspection mobile just pulled up in front of so-and-so's house and hey the Kohen's coming back out and he does not look too happy and hey this guy's having to leave the community, go out at a distance, and he gets covered up in a certain manner, and eventually, a very humbling experience. The person whose body is covered entirely with white, he has no means to hide this. So the humbling experience happens much more quickly, because he's basically walking around with a neon sign flashing, trouble, 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 and hey, I want to work internally and correcting that trouble. Either way, the few marks on the body that have the coin go through the whole process with him or the body entirely covered are jarring haughtiness reset buttons that are meant to help get him back on track and put himself back into perspective. The Haftorah associated with the Parsha of Tazria, double portion, typically we'll read the Haftorah of the second portion, but the Haftorah that we associate with Tazria tells of a foreign general named Naaman who is stricken with the Tsaras and who has to, goes to Israel, uh, meets with the prophet Elisha, is told to bathe in the waters of the Jordan. That's ridiculous. I have much be- better springs back home. Eventually, nothing else works. has to humble himself and recognize, oh, the word of the prophet of God, that's the way, that's the way to go. In fact, he's guided toward this from, by a Jewess who was captured by his army, and she's basically now a, a maidservant within his household, and she directs him that, hey, I'm telling you, you've got to follow that directive. And it's a fascinating glimpse into the fact that here's somebody who rose to stardom and became a general, a very fast rise up the ranks, and a fast rise up the ranks is a certainly very hazardous towards somebody's self-esteem health because where otherwise might be balanced as I progress step after step, when there's a huge jump upwards, I have the risk of, you know, like when you make a huge jump and like internally your stomach keeps going up, uh, well, your ego can keep going up and go beyond what you actually are and forget how you got there. And his ego was inflated to the point that he couldn't listen to that Jewish prophet and this, this, this maidservant has to be the one to direct him, hey, uh, I'm telling you, it makes sense to do what he said. And when that does work, hey, look at this. Here, I am, Naam, this great general, and I had to get advised by my maidservant. Well, that leads into the Tachlis message, Tachlis takeaway I'd like to suggest today. When it comes to those rare situations, hopefully for anybody out there in Tachlis Talk lands, it's not typical, typically healthy, balanced self-esteem, but sometimes we'll let the ego get a little overinflated, one of the corrective steps can be to find the opportunity to seek advice, seek 
guidance, seek input from somebody who would naturally be seen as lower ranking than us in the normal system of our, our, our professional structure, our family structure. Rav Volbi, in his work, Ali Shur, Rav Volbi of the great Musser minds of the uh, previous era, describes that his own mass mentor would sometimes turn to a student and, and specifically find opportunities to ask the student, what do you think? Should I wear a sweater? I'm heading outside today. What, what are your thoughts? Will I get cold later? Will I feel chilly? Now, okay, I mean, one way or the other, you can't get too far off over here if you do or don't wear the sweater, but the point is sort of a humbling experience. And I'm sure it makes a student feel really good that, hey, you're asking me advice. But for the mentor, it was a specific tool to have him remember I don't have all the answers. And it's not only my superiors who know. I can glean from others as well. Those who I might naturally make the mistake to continue to box into a rank lower than myself, but there are areas that they have information I don't currently have. He came from the outside inside and specifically find opportunities to do that. And a simple step, and again, obviously we're not going to ask advice of somebody who can steer us into great hazard. If you are the pilot of the plane, uh, maybe don't be asking one of the passengers who just got on what they think about what you should take or whether you should or shouldn't do a certain practice in the cockpit. But um, in general, can we find ways to turn to people? And hey, part of the issue of haughtiness is that you start becoming condescending and you are no longer appreciated by the people who work for you or by other members of your social circle. So this puts you back into a place that, hey, they appreciate you because people appreciate when we turn to them for advice, to acknowledge that they have knowledge in some realm that I may not have, that they could be of import to me in some way. And doing that will correct some of the problems that holiness can generate, of having others feel disturbed about us or distant from us, and hopefully help reduce that haughtiness. We'll be letting the air out of that overinflated ego, and not in a way that says, I don't have any self-worth. I'm not somebody asking him advice in this one realm doesn't mean that there are no areas in which I have excellence, but it helps us put us back into a healthy balance. Doing so, learning the lesson of that mitzvah, number one, avoiding the ramifications of the haughtiness, like the ill speech of others and putting people down, and number two, avoiding haughtiness in itself and, and avoiding the inflated ego and being in a properly balanced place will be steps that can help to secure that the rest of our relationships and our interpersonal relationships are in a healthy place, and they will be the type of people who are far more capable of achieving our tachlis.